Neuroscience highlights the potential of healing through self-compassion. That's what neuroscience talks about. Much like nurturing a wounded bird back to health. Welcome to Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Dr. Jones is the head pastor of the Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, Florida. Relationships, finances, our spiritual life, whatever it is, our problems start within, in our minds. Dr. Jones explores mental wellness through the application of God's word in our lives. It's just what the doctor ordered. Let's join him now and dig into Mind Matters because your mind matters to God. Welcome to Mind Matters. Last time we talked about five ideas for a growing marriage mindset. Now today we're going to talk about how childhood trauma comes back as a reaction. It's so important to understand trauma, especially childhood trauma. We know that includes three major categories, abuse, neglect, household dysfunction. And abuse could mean, obviously, somebody slapped you, spat on you, beat you. You could have been abused verbally or physically. That's one of the categories. What about neglect emotionally? You may not have had a parent figure growing up that paid attention to you or an authority figure that you leaned on and you never got the the emotional connection that you needed growing up. Household dysfunction. All of these things I'm sharing with you as we lead into how childhood trauma comes back as a reaction helps us to understand why we are the way we are because of the way we grew up in life. So household dysfunction, somebody in your family went to prison, a friend went to prison that you really uh, trusted, a BF, best friend. Uh, What about domestic violence? Um, anger issues, mental illness in your family, drug abuse. All of these things, these three categories, make up what we call ACEs, Adverse Childhood Experiences. And we call it childhood trauma because childhood trauma can turn into adulthood trauma. Can I get an amen on that? I know I can because all of us can look back in our childhood and if we don't address it, I've learned in life that it will address you. Because when past childhood trauma is reactivated or actually activated, sometimes we can lose touch with who we are. Quite literally, we can go back into our childhood and become that terrified eight-year-old. Tears started to flow down, and we find ourselves not able to think because things can trigger us to go back to our past. Sometimes we may have an overwhelming strong emotion that all of a sudden pops up based on a memory or based on seeing a car, based on seeing a person or that person's name that jog our memory of the past. And this can produce an influx of physiological feelings like anger, resentment, bitterness. And then guess what we do? We react to what someone is saying to us. And then we find ourselves saying things we really did not want to say and we eventually regret it later. We call that commonly a statement like, my goodness, I put my foot in my mouth again. You hear what I said? Again. And a lot of times we find ourselves out of control and we just don't know why. It's because of childhood trauma. That's what happens to all of us. Matter of fact, the study suggests that childhood trauma is a common place in our society. And if someone doesn't address childhood trauma, their lifespan could be shortened by 20 years. Did you hear me? 
20 years. You may have the genetics to live to be 80, but you only live to be 60. Or you may have the genetics to be 90 years old in your family tree. But all of a sudden, you find yourself checking out at earlier than you anticipated. It's because of what happened to all of us. We are not immune to the past. So we have to address it. So today is just about how childhood trauma comes back as a reaction. I did not say a response. I said a reaction because reactions are different than responding. Now, let's talk about a few things today. Again, I'm glad you have tuned in. Please take notes. Please uh, ask a neighbor, a friend, an enemy, or a foe. Turn in. Tune in. Check me out. The number one thing we're going to talk about, the first thing that is, the root of reaction. And this is one of the ways we can understand childhood trauma. Now, as supported by physiological research, which can significantly impact brain development, leading to altered emotional responses in adulthood. Now, Proverbs 22 and 6 tells us this. I love this particular powerful principle in God's word. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Listen, that speaks to early childhood training. It did not say, I want to back up for a second, that principle in God's word did not say train up an adult. It says train up a child. And what happens when caregivers, uh, parental figures or parents don't guide their children where they need to be, their children would go in a different direction. So I do believe God's principles are powerful. His promises are for all of us that take a adherence to those promises because science shows that these early experiences train our brains. Think about it. Even as a child, you're being trained from the inside out, shaping how we react to situations throughout life. By acknowledging this connection between our past and present, you and I can gain an awareness needed it to initiate healing and growth. So if you did not get the adequate understanding who you are as a child, you can get that today. It's never too late. There's always hope. There's always help. There's always a way out because there's always a way forward. So God's plan is for us to understand the root of why people react versus respond. To me, a reaction is emotional. It's fleshly. is in how that person is feeling at the moment. And you and I understand that we, don't, we should not live by our feelings, right? If you're a person of faith, you got to walk by faith and not by sight. Sight is one of our senses. So that principle is powerful. And here's another one. Do you know that the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and he saves the crushed in spirit? That's Psalms 38, I believe. So that's so important for us to understand that the root of reaction is based on what happened to us growing up or actually what did not happen that should have happened the adequate attention that we should have received growing up as a child. Most of us go back to childhood and as we become adults, we reflect. Have you ever daydreamed? I know you have. Have you ever sat down and thought about your past? Yes, you have. Have you ever been driving down a road and you just all of a sudden went back to 8, 10, 12-year-olds? Sometimes it's good, good, but most of the times it may not be good. It's because of what happened to all of us. 
and it becomes a normal way of living and reacting. So today, I want us to understand the power of responding instead of reacting. Now think about this. Think about this. Imagine a young tree that is bent by a strong wind. Just as science shows that childhood trauma can shape our brain's development, affecting our emotional responses, these roots guide our reactions throughout life. Now, if we acknowledge this connection, we empower ourselves to break free, and guess what? We grow anew. We find ourselves becoming. Instead of going down, we're moving forward because I believe God's plan is for us to become, to be transformed, to be a better person. So, listen, there's a root of all of our reaction. The second thing I want you to know as we talk about how childhood trauma comes back as a reaction. If you just tuned in, I'm glad you tuned in to this radio show. I want you to have an understanding that childhood trauma is common, but there's always a solution to every problem, every pain, every setback, every dilemma that we go through. The second thing, triggers from the past. We all have a trigger. So I want to help you to unmask present reactions. Because even today, most people have a tendency to react. It could be in traffic. It could be at home. It could be at work. And the person that you're talking to or speaking loud at or getting an attitude with, they probably wonder, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I know that's true. I've been there and done that. Got the T-shirt, but I don't wear that T-shirt any longer. What about you? Come on, talk to me. I know I hear you out there. Triggers from the past. You can unmask present reaction. Modern psychology studies highlight the concept of triggers, right? Psychology talks about it. One of my backgrounds is psychology, so I understand that. Where our current situation evokes strong emotional responses, it is definitely rooted in past trauma. Now, Ephesians chapter 4 tells us something so powerful. It advises us to discard negative emotions by recognizing these triggers it allows us to break the cycle of reactive behavior. Our belief follows our behavior, and how you see someone behave, guess what? That's what they believe. That could be wrong belief, but that's what they believe. Now, when we apply wisdom from the scripture, we can replace hostility with empathy and compassion, and we will find ourselves fostering healthier interactions. I love what Ephesians says. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander. And as well as, guess what? All types of evil behavior. That includes everything else. <laughs> yes, that includes everything else. Sometimes people may say, oh, no, that's not me. I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. I don't use bad words. I don't slander people. But I love what the scripture said. It covers everything that you think it does not right it says all types of evil behavior one thing i want you to know is not something we're trying to say and put you in legalistic bondage saying you're a bad person because these things happen no bad things happen to good people this message today about how childhood trauma comes back as a reaction i'm here to help you not to hurt you my goal is to guide you where you need to be so you can be a better person one thing I've learned in life, there's three stages. Well, probably more, but this is what I've coined. I've learned that we make bad decisions, 
we make better decisions, and then we find ourselves making the best decision. Now, today, you may be at a place that you find yourself 10 times a week making bad decisions, and one day, you're good. Then you're going to get to the point where you're making better decisions. That's a good thing, right? We all want to be better instead of bad. <laughs> I can do bad all by myself. You ever heard that before? <laughs> I know you have. I know I can do bad all by myself, but with God on my side, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So I want you to know today that a scripture is so powerful. Scriptures help align our lives where we need to be so we can unmask present reactions. Here's a principle in Luke chapter 6. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Now, how powerful is that? A lot of times we are reacting because we don't know how to do good. We haven't been taught the way of good. We haven't been taught the right way. God's word tells me in Proverbs 14 and 12, I believe, I'm, I think I know it by heart. Whatever it is, I get back to it. <laughs> um, it talks about there is a way, right? We all take away. But Proverbs 14 and 12 says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end of are the ways of death. It's not that people die, but they cease to grow. They cease to be fruitful. So there's always a way. Now, here's some examples. What about as we think about psychology? Because psychology emphasizes past events and current triggers. Now, these reactions, as we go through these things, they may stem for unresolved wounds. Now, we all have wounds from somebody and somewhere, but they are unresolved. So we got to recognize it's almost like a virus on a computer, right? It can mess up a computer. It can interfere with the computer's normal functioning. It can mess you up. But we got to identify triggers that can help us to respond with grace and understanding rather than perpetual negativity. I believe that's God's plan. Dr. Jones is the pastor of Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, reaching a hurting world with the love of Jesus. We thank you for listening to Mind Matters, and we encourage you to show support for the many community outreach ministries that Dr. Jones and Faith Community Church tend to. You can give at Faith Community's website, faithccop.org, or just text money sign and the amount you want to give to 833-435-8022. That's 833-435-8022. We are blessed to be a blessing. Now let's get back to the program. High negativity, guess what? Reactions. We find ourselves screaming or breaking down, feeling helpless sometimes, and we need to calm down because we're not even able to hear whoever we're talking to. And sometimes a partner or a family member doesn't hear us as well because we are spiraling emotionally and we go into that fight reaction because we don't know how to respond. We feel helpless. We may even feel angry because of we're trying to understand our present reactions because we're not responding. We're just reacting. So triggers from the past are real. Can you say amen to that? It is really true and it does damage, but the Bible tells us we're destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. So I want to empower you today with the right knowledge. The third thing I'm going to talk about, if you're tuning in, we're talking about uh, how 
childhood trauma can cause us to be reactive instead of responding. The third thing is this, healing the inner child. I call it nurturing wholeness. Neuroscience talks about understanding how aligns with an idea of nurturing our inner child, emphasizing the brain's capacity to rewire and heal. Now, the scripture tells us in Psalms 147, it says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Healing touch from God changes everything because when God heals you, he heals us from the inside out. Now, psychologically, techniques like self-compassion therapy offers practical ways to mend emotional wounds because we are really emotional beings. But by connecting with science, the knowledge that we obtain and the imageries of the scripture, because we think in pictures, right? Check this out. Look at your car. Think about your car. Think about your house. What comes to mind? Your car and the color of your car, right? We think in pictures, but we got to realize the importance of embracing our past experiences for holistic healing because the Bible tells us he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up the wound. Now, I didn't say it. The scripture said it. The principles in God's word said it, and that is true. The Bible tells us also in Matthew, I love it. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Wow. Neuroscience highlights the potential of healing through self-compassion. That's what neuroscience talks about. Much like nurturing a wounded bird back to health. The scripture reminds us of Christ's love for his children, just like we should love our children. Many times you did not get the adequate love that you needed growing up. That's what we call emotional neglect. But we got to embrace who we have been in the past. The inner child pains enables us to rebuild a stronger foundation for emotional well-being. The inner person that we were back then need to be healed. We can have nurtured wholeness. Number four, rewiring the narrative. We all have a narrative. We all have a story. We all have a context that we can talk about. So rewiring the narrative, transforming our responses. We can do that. Neuroplasticity, a concept uh, in neuroscience, explains how our brains adapt and change based on our experiences and choices because our experiences and choices create real estate in our brain, our neurological network. Now, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, one of my favorite passages, verse 2, guess what it tells us to do? It encourages us, but it tells us, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. But guess what? You and I must be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Now, this scripture encourages us to renew the mind, not somebody else's mind. Listen to me, ma'am, sir, as you're listening, you're the one and I am the one that need God's help. Help is not on the way. Help is already present because I read in the scripture that God's word has told us he has given us everything 
that we need that pertain to life and godliness. The Bible has a lot to say. Science has a lot to say about what happened to all of us. Now, here's another principle to help us to rewrite the narrative. Proverbs 15 and 1, it talks about a soft answer turns away wrath, but harsh words stir up anger. It stirs you up from the inside out. Y'all know our emotions start inwardly and it comes outwardly. <laughs> Have you ever seen somebody try to hold their mouth? They put their hands over their mouth because they know they're getting ready to say something they don't need to say. Or they walk away. That's a good thing. Just walk away sometimes to get yourself together. But a soft answer can diffuse anger, right? Soft answer turns away wrath. That, that word wrath is another level of emotional swings. You got anger, then you got wrath. All right? It's bad, any which way you look at it. So the inner child need to be healed. It has to be. And God's word reminds us of Christ's love for his children. Embracing the inner child, pain enables us all to rebuild a stronger foundation of emotional well-being. Number four, the fourth thing I want to share with you today, how we can understand the power of rewriting the narrative and that's what we're on right now because the cycle can be broken behavior breaking the cycle of reactive patterns are so powerful to understand because a lot of times people eyes gloss over they have a voice that is monotone and they may ask themselves what is going on with me why am I the way I am because they don't feel safe but to them, the way they are makes sense, right? So think about that as we go forward. Have you ever tried to edit a video? Basically, when you edit a video, you're trying to reshape the story that's been told. A lot of times in life, we need to go back and relook at the story that we have had in our life. The last thing I want to talk about today is walking the path of redemption. Because redemptive work is so powerful. What about forgiveness and growth? The research underscores the mental and even physical benefits of forgiveness, echoing the spiritual calm to forgive. Even in the scripture in Matthew chapter 6, it says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Just as God forgave us, we need to forgive others. This would help us to grow personally. Studies show that it reduces stress and improves overall well-being. Now, this synergy between science and scripture emphasizes the transformative power of forgiveness in our journey toward redemption. The scripture does not lie. Science has a lot to say about our lives, but I stand on science today, and I want you to know the scriptures are always on point. Scientifically, forgiveness is linked to improved mental health. But what about physical health? It does that as well. Much like the scriptures calls us to forgive, resonates for our emotional healing. Forgiveness is not for you, just only. Sometimes we think we're holding somebody else in bondage because we didn't forgive them. But forgiveness 
is for both of you, but it is more for you. Just as a scar represents a wounded uh, part on our body, embracing forgiveness marks our journey toward growth and redemption. And that is so powerful for all of us to know that we must walk the path of redemption as we forgive people because that's so powerful today. So listen, we talked about several things today. Today is all about how childhood trauma comes back as a reaction, the root of reaction. If you're just tuning in, I'm glad you tuned in. I want you to understand childhood trauma because many people today are still reacting. You ever seen anybody as you're driving down the highway, they give you the finger? (laughs) Yes, you have. I know you have. And it wasn't a wave hello finger, right? Because road rage, they're reacting based on what you did, but it's probably what they did. They didn't want to cut in front of you. They didn't want that are driving slow under the speed limit. But people have a root. A root is something that is below the ground, right? A plant has a root. We have a root. An iceberg has a root. It's below the surface. It's below the sea level. There's more below than is above triggers from the past we all have a trigger you got a trigger i got a trigger all god's children got a trigger right we do we we're triggered by something sometimes triggers can be good they don't always have to be bad but i want you to know today you can unmask present reactions you can learn how to respond and responding means you have the right information you're intelligent you're not emotional but you are responding. And the third thing we talked about today is healing the inner child. Now, to me, that is hallelujah important. Many of us, you know, when we get a certain age, 40, 50, or whatever it may be, some people say, I don't know what they call it. It'll come to me in a moment. But they try to buy a sports car at 50 years old because they never had it growing up. They try to take this trip They try to do this because I never had an opportunity. But you can heal the inner child because God's plan is for us to understand nurturing helps us to be whole. God's plan is for us to be whole and not half because he created us complete because we're complete in Christ. The fourth thing we talked about today is rewriting the narrative. We all have a story. Some of us hold it in. I believe what you hold in, you're going to blow up. You need to express what has happened to you because then we can find a way to help each other transform our responses because I believe in community. No man is an island. No woman is an island. And that's so important. And the last thing we talked about today, I'm kind of summarizing it. And I'm so glad that you're here. You can walk in the path of redemption by forgiving others forgiving those that offended you, forgiving those that hurt you growing up as a child. And guess what's going to happen? Growth will take place. You'll find yourself growing neurologically. You'll be growing mentally, and you're going to be growing physically, but you're going to be growing in life. God's plan is for us all to grow because now you're going to go from bad to better to best. That's my goal for you today. Thank you for joining me today. And I'm looking forward to you being with me next week as we talk about defeating debt. 
and it is possible. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 5 p.m. right here on Praise 107.9 for more insightful discussion about how God's Word can get our minds right. You can also hear Dr. Jones preach in person Sundays at 11 a.m. at Faith Community Church of God at 1268 Gano Avenue in Orange Park, Florida, 32073. 